0: Welcome, everybody, to the GBO podcast where we're talking gamecock basketball only, brought to you by Modern Exterminating. We know what bugs you. As always, I'm Sumter. And I'm Bryce. Bryce, man, how are you doing today? You know, it's basketball season, and, you know,
1: there might be football season going on, but I think after this last weekend, men's basketball has turned some heads and at least in the Kim Palm's mind, it's nice to be in the top sixty in Kim Palm.
0: Yeah, it is. That's a place we haven't been. We're we've been we've been really riding that lately. But uh, but <laughs> and,
1: and, and even breaking news today, we got three votes for the top twenty-five.
0: Yes, and so so that's even more well, like that's just that's people recognizing that this team is different. And uh, you know, Bryce. When's the last time this team's been ranked in the top 25? Do you know? Well, if
1: I had to guess, we weren't oh, well, we we finished the season and the final four ended up being ranked. Right.
0: There. Because they made but the during point.
1: but during the regular season, I want to think it was when Frank started the team at um, you know, when they started, I think 15-0 that one season before we lost it, you know, and we missed the NCAA tournament that year. I so, think that-
0: so Yes. So that team was ranked uh, from uh, off and on during that season. But then la- the final, the next year's team is the final Four team. They started out ranked because if you don't remember, they had a pretty good out-of-conference run where they started out-of-conference undefeated and then Thornwell missed three games. And we lost to, like, Seton Hall, Clemson, Clemson. – yeah, and somebody else, somebody else was good, um, and then um, Providence, Seton Hall, Clemson, and Providence, and um, and then we um, and then and then we had a good start to the SEC play. We got ranked. W- the last time we were ranked in the regular season was February of 2017. We then fell out of the rankings. We were unranked when we made the NCAA tournament as a seven seed. And then obviously in all the final polls, I'm sure we were in there at places because we made the final four and you, you could argue that we should have been ranked fourth or third, you, you know, in, 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 in some capacity. But, uh, but the point here is that not many teams can't get back to the eight A- to into the AP top 25 after being, after making the final four. And we haven't, this is now, no, we're not in the top 25 yet. Um, it would be awesome if we got there, um, but um, th- and so it's possible that we've gotten votes a time or two. But I can't even really think of when we would have gotten votes because in- unless we got some preseason votes after the Final Four, I can't really think of when. It's it's big, man. This team is good. This team this team is different than every team we've had since the Final Four. That's that's basically been kind of what I've thought this whole time, and I think we're right here that this team is not, you know, like, like we've only played five games, but there's something about this team that is different than every team we've had since Sundarius Thornwell played at the University of South Carolina. Well, all I know is we're
1: winning and we, I I, I think it's fair to say we've beaten two NCAA tournament caliber teams in Virginia Tech and Grand Canyon and,
0: you're reaching, you're reaching.
1: You're, 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 you uh, well, Grand Canyon is picked to win their conference. Okay. If they, if they win With, their conference. W- w- you know, what, what Virginia is, Tech is, is projected top seven in the ACC.
0: Okay. So, so Virginia Tech is, is Virginia Tech very well will, will, has a shot of being an at large team to the NCAA tournament. That is correct. Okay. Grand Canyon has a chance at winning their conference. That is correct. We also don't have a top 50 Pom win, nor have we played a top 50 Palm team. Not yet, but coming up soon. Clemson. Clemson's in there.
1: Yep. I would say so. Grand Canyon and uh, Virginia Tech would be quad two wins. I think we have two. Whatever.
0: Teams. I mean, you, you, I don't know. It, it, it like...
1: matters when the net gets rolling. So.
0: so, so the, 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 yeah, um, that's right. I mean, they might be, they might be quad one. Like, so, so do they just divide them in half? I mean, and divide them in quarters? Is that how they do the quad one, quad two, quad three, quad four? No, it's
1: like, I have to go look at it. I, I wanted wow. to say quad
0: I, means four.
1: So, why wouldn't we put them into quarters? Well, I'm about the numbers. I think it's like the up to 50 at home is a quad uh, okay All right. and then it's like up
0: to like 150 i don't know i'd have to go look at it but we we're, we're now talking about semantics here virginia tech and grand canyon are legitimate college basketball teams uh there have been a few of the teams we've played not are would could be classified as cupcakes or something like that but uh but yes we've done this playing some legitimate college basketball teams do paul even look good their top their top half you, you know, like, and, um, but, but just what this team is doing, and this is what's so fun about what's happening is that this team is winning games that they are supposed to win, even if they have to win them ugly. Well, just like that
1: VMI game, since we had the pod, we played VMI and then DePaul and then Green Canyon, but VMI game was just a, you know, just, would you say an ugly win? I think it was kind of what you would put that under.
0: So yeah I would totally agree with you. So so they played VMI um Monday night. VMI quad 4 like like they're Real like bad. Three, 340 out of 362 or something on Kempom. And um and we beat them by what 10? 10, 10. on the number. The, which is yeah, good and, for the net, which is at least good. For sure, them. sure, but but it it we should have beat them by more. And uh, especially at home um just maybe,
1: maybe a little bit of a slip-up after that Virginia Tech win.
0: Well, yeah, we played Virginia Tech late late at night on a on a Friday night in uh in, in Charlotte. And then we uh and then and then we come back and the whole team got sick too. Like Zach Davis was sick, Josh Gray was sick, uh Colin Murray Burles is still sick. And so we played we played a lot of Sparkman minutes. We played 10 we played Sparkman 10 minutes. They he played Morris Yugusic, uh 25 minutes for the freshman. Um, and so I think that the VMI like like just like slip up there, not not even sl- the the kind of like trap game almost lazy game, like like uh that they played against VMI. Part of it was, I mean, Morsi Gusek played more minutes than Michi Johnson. Right. You know, I think I think once they got up by 10 to 15 points, and they pretty much stayed up by 10 to 15 points. VMI made it a little scary, cutting it to like seven there at the end. But once they stayed up by like 10 or 15 points, um, you know, Paris just kind of rolled with with Gray and not Gray with BBV and um and Yugosic and Sparkman. I mean, there, there's like a five, six, seven minute stretch where those those three guys were were in there the whole time, which is well, a which is a long stretch. Well, Mac got a double double, which I thought was impressive with 17 and
1: 13, but it was just a kind of a ho-hum game. But a win's a win. If you win
0: by 10 plus, I think that's always good. So going into the go ahead. I mean, the news of the of the week is is uh, like is the Arizona Tip Off Classic or whatever they're calling this tournament. The Arizona
1: um, Tip Top Tip 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 Arizona Tip Off that shared a parking lot with the Cardinal Stadium where we
0: went to the Final Four. Yeah, it's it's really funny, Bryce. Everybody's talking about how this team hadn't been in Phoenix since they were in the Final Four until Friday night. We were only defeated in Phoenix. I mean, they only played one Final Four game and they lost it. It's not like we had this epic run in Phoenix, you know. Like, like you've been to a basketball game at Phoenix and they and 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 we lost. That's correct. <laughs>
1: and so, uh, but, but I did I, get free Wendy's and Taco Bell food truck while in the parking lot of the Final Four. That's exciting. It was an exciting time.
0: Dude, I mean, I mean that right there that offsets the the, the whole cost of the trip. I went
1: up to the Wendy's truck and I was like, what do you guys have? And they go, we have it all. I go, where are the prices? They go, it's free. What do you want? So I got two frosties, a baconator and uh, a nugget and a fry. And Did it was you, great.
0: You mean you didn't ask if you could drive off with the truck?
1: No, I didn't. But like, I was like, can I have like a big gulp of frosties? He goes, no, but I give Why was,
0: uh, we, we can't, I could can, I could ask you questions about this for 20 minutes.
1: Um, he was like, I give you
0: four frosties. We're, 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 we're done. We're done. <laughs> uh, Anyway, the, the men are playing in Phoenix. They're tip off. And uh, Bryce, they, they their game doesn't tip until, I believe, 12.03 p.m. Actually, Saturday morning. They did not play Friday night. They played a game Saturday morning. Bryce, did you stay up for it? I fell asleep. <laughs> but I recorded it. I did record it. Yeah. It was um, – I'll tell you, to – like – to be playing that late they i was pretty proud of of uh of them against DuPaul especially with uh with Chico Carter coming in the building wanting to beat us and it was playing cool. hard playing, playing hard. hard yeah um and 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 it was clear um th- they played they played great it was great like um we didn't shoot the ball well from the free throw line
1: that was the story of that game night. It's funny how we talk about the game after that it was the complete opposite. But that DePaul game, what was it? 10 of 24 from the 20 free of thriller?
0: 34. 20, 20 of 30 30. 34. There you go. Yeah. And and as someone who stayed up for it, I was not pleased with the ref show that ensued. The 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 refs making it about them, that game went that game went 20 minutes longer than it needed to. There might have been more offensive fouls called than in any college basketball game I've watched.
1: Watching the replay in the morning, um, I saw a tweet that you had. It was like the ref show after dark. And I was like, what's going on? And when I was watching it, the worst call was when Studi hit a three and they waved it off because a guy ran into Josh Gray eight feet away from Miles Studi. And they were like this. Oh, he fouled him. We're going to wave that off. And just. Yeah. And then moving screens, if you if you moved at all, I'm talking like barely moved your body, they were just wanting to call fouls and make the game about them.
0: Yeah. And um, and one of the things about it too is that is that just it it kind of took away from the flow of the game and uh it got us into foul trouble. Um and I thought I thought Paris handled BJ Mack's minutes in this game beautifully. He brought BJ, BJ Mack picked up his fourth foul with like 13 minutes left in the second half. And he brought Mac back in at the 958 minute mark. And he played Mac significantly more minutes down the stretch, and Mac didn't foul out of the game. It was it, it was something we haven't seen. From a from a management standpoint, by uh, but by by a coach and player of the Carolina Gamecocks in a while.
1: Well, Mac, we have to protect him at all cost. Yeah, he is the most dominant big man we've had, I think, since Silva or are.
0: He's more dominant than Coatsar. He's he he's is he playing dominant. like senior year Silva. He's better than senior year Silva he oh but don't aggregate that everybody don't coming at me all right let let me let let me explain he he is he is much more offensively gifted than chris silva okay now now chris silva was what was a dynamite athlete chris silva could score but by the time chris silva was junior and senior he really could score down low um and uh he also could he he, he also could play great defense but You know, he couldn't play with Faust. Like,
1: here was was two things that Silva couldn't do compared to Mac. I don't think Silva Mm -hmm. ever went nine or nine from the free throw line. And the second thing would be when a guy tries to back up Mac, if he's weighs less than him, Mac doesn't move. He physically, I don't know if you saw that guy, the white, tall white guy for Grand Canyon, tried to back into him and he tried four times with the bump. And Mac didn't move an inch. It was wonderful. It was great. But that w- before we get into that, DePaul talking about DePaul game, it was pretty much Chico Carter, and without him, they had nothing. And you yeah. can see why they were so they were ranked so low in Kemba. Well, they, they, they had some free throw shooting.
0: You know, they 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 shot a lot of foul shots, and they made a lot of foul shots, and and that's what kind of kept them in the game. But um, but I mean, they shot. They were 18 for 24 from the line. Um, but the
1: Gamecocks in that first half of the ball game, I think we shot, what, 58% in that first half? And this starting to be a little bit of a trend with this team, shooting over 45%, 50% at parts of games. I don't think we ever did that under Frank.
0: Like the first half stats, um, 57% from the floor, 33% from, from three. Um, fifty three percent from the foul line, we did that under frank <laughs> but uh but yeah uh and then and then they couldn't they couldn't hit anything in the second half uh thirty thirty six percent sixteen percent from three, they were two for twelve from three, and yeah, and like like I say that that I thought Paris managed max minutes pretty well, um he still was in foul trouble and didn't play a ton, and I don't think he ever could really get into a rhythm he was not um, he 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 only scored four points. Uh, really really the star of friday night saturday morning whatever you want to call it was michi johnson um we got out to an early lead against DuPaul, which was helpful and in the, in that first half michi came out and he was just like i want the ball i'm going to the basket and he did and what's great about this team if
1: mac doesn't have a good night michi's gonna have a good night if they don't have a good night i bet you studi will have a good night and shout out to zachary davis
0: Two
1: or three from three, ten points. Very impressive night. He's starting to come on
0: more and more. He he's he he's in his perfect role, right? He's in his perfect role as a backup guard, backup guard, backup wing. Um, you, you know, like like he played eighteen minutes in this, and it was a it was a great eighteen minutes. Um, he's he went two for three from three, uh, ten points. Like like he he got a couple of rebounds. You, you you know just just really really good game, and um and and coming off the bench he was he was he was very good, and and honestly, there's two fundamental differences in this team from last year's team, and it's really difficult to compare because the starting five like 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 we said Mac didn't have it but Michi played great Taylon Cooper and Miles Studi they. They were okay, you, you, you know. They 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 had bad games from what we've been used to seeing them have, but uh, but 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 they still, you know, they they had sixteen points between the two of them. But just like the starting five has more options on it, but then coming off the bench, you know, like we get ten points from Zach Davis, eight points from Josh Gray, and six points from Jacoby Wright, and and like that's just more. That's more work off of our bench than we than we'd had all season last year. And uh I'll tell you what, Josh Gray down the stretch. Now it was rough go at the free throw line. He went four for nine, but down the stretch defensively, they couldn't score. And part of it was Josh Gray in the paint. Uh he got some man rebounds too. Like like he he really played a good second half with the foul trouble that BJ Mack had.
1: And I think Josh Gray's gonna keep getting better this year. What's great about it is both having Mac and having you know others, Clark, and having BBV getting a little more minutes and actually playing quadruple better than he was last year, even though he's not scoring a lot of points, BBV is at least putting in the minutes and playing somewhat good defense.
0: So, so here's here's and and this is definitely true, right? There are many problems with last year's team, and one of them was is that everybody had to be three levels better than than, than who they were supposed to be. Um, you, you know, like like Hayden Brown on this team would be incredible. Like, like he could, we, we'd be able to play him at the two, the three, and the four. You, you, you know, like Hayden Brown on the court with BJ Mack would be awesome. But, but instead, he's having to play center, and he's having to be our number one player instead of just being a glue guy. Maybe getting maybe getting ten, eleven points. You, you, you know, uh, uh, five or six rebounds, and just kind of and just and just being a role player. He's having to be a star. You know, BVV um, is is having to play, you know, at, at, down low is having to play like, especially when Gray was hurt, like, like 20, 30 minutes a game. And 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 now he's able to come off the bench and provide some backup center minutes. And he's he's been just fine. He's been actually better. He's exceeded. He's exceeded our expectations. And he was our least favorite
1: player coming into the year. He's like, yeah. he's starting to make us eat our words a little bit, but I'm all for it if it means it's helping the team win.
0: Yeah. And, and, uh, and so, yeah, like, like the, uh, the, the, the we currently got a 10 man rotation going with, uh, with, with Michi, Talon, Miles Studi, BJ Maxx, Stephen Clark starting, Zach Davis, Josh Gray, Jacoby Wright, BBV, and more Shagusa coming off the bench. Um, it's 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 weird Paris seems to like to close with the small lineup that is so so he starts the bigger lineup which is Mack at the five Stephen Clark at the four Cooper at the three Studi at the two and and Michi playing point guard and then he likes closing with the big lineup that is uh Mack at the five Cooper at the four Studi at the three Michi at the two and Jacoby Wright at the one and uh And like basically bringing in Jacoby Wright for Stephen Clark and going small. And man, that's been working too. And with Lamont, he kind of rides the guys that are got
1: it going under 12 minutes. I've noticed that he kind of sticks with those guys. And that's something that Frank didn't do. He just kept on sub, 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 sub. And there was no flow. Lamont has a good feel of the game and you're starting to see that down the stretch with the lineups.
0: Yeah, and so the the, the, the Dupaul win j- just a good win. They they didn't shoot the ball well, but they played great defense and held off a team that they and didn't allow a team come back and beat them that they were supposed to beat, right? And then they went into the next matchup of the night where they played um, where they played Grand Canyon, and I'll tell you, man, this Grand Canyon team they can play. Ended up watching. The Grand Canyon Fr- San Francisco game uh, because we were waiting for it to end for the for the Dupaul game to start Friday night. Same, and and, and that Ray Harrison guy that that uh, he 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 went to PC, he went to Presbyterian College. He's from Greenville and then transferred to Grand Canyon. He can play. He was he was really good against San Francisco. This team's legitimate. You are correct that they should be uh contenders to make the NCAA tournament because they can win their conference. That uh, McLaughlin
1: guy and that Grant Foster, I think was what, number 12 scoring player in NCAA, those guys just make buckets. Yeah. I mean, and they and at a certain point every time they drove, they got fouled because the refs, you know, wanted to call touch fouls because we have guys that are big and they just assume that's a foul every time that someone drives. That was kind of the story of the night. It wasn't as bad the refs I think is Friday, but it still was bad on Sunday. Oh, I thought it was
0: worse. Well, how about so, this?
1: Stephen Clark had a few bruise, bruises.
0: Yes. So the officiating, let me the, the the officiating on Friday night, I thought was just trash. Like like across the board, I th- there were times where we got benefit calls, like 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 there there were a lot of offensive fouls called on both teams that that weren't offensive fouls. I thought it was just very poorly officiated. Just just in general. I'm sure there's some DuPaul fans that were furious with the referees Friday night. Saturday, I mean, excuse me, Sunday. Man, especially that first half. Like, like it, it was physical. There's the you know, Stephen Clark got tackled. Uh excuse me, BBV got literally tackled, and the refs stopped to help him up instead of calling a foul <laughs> in the first half. But uh, but but we don't have to go 10 rounds on the officiating in this one because there was too much good basketball to talk about here. So, and um, So is
1: it fair to say the modern exterminating, we know what bugs you, bugging us this week, Friday night was the free throws for us, and then Sunday was officiating in general? I
0: mean, I, You know what? I'm not going to say free throws were bugging me this week because we didn't lose a game because of it. That's right. And we won a game because of good free throw shooting. So I'm going to give the team a pass. The modern exterminating, We know what bugs you. Were those reps in Phoenix? Like, like, let's get back. Like, I almost tweeted at David Kloniger saying that I'm ready to get back to Colonial Life Arena and Joe Lindsay. Like, Whoa. like, that. Whoa, <laughs> like that's that's, that's where we were. But, oh. um, but, um, but yeah. But so outside of the officiating, first half against Grand Canyon, I was I was actually really pleased. They they got we came a, to play. We came, they to, came play. to play. They got up, and then they went cold. They went; they couldn't buy a bucket, and um, and th- they went cold. And they kind of hung around. and And I'll tell you what, Grand Canyon had the opportunity to blow that game open at the in the last five minutes of the second half, with the way that we were playing offensively, and we just didn't let them. And shout-out to Studi in that first half. You know, Studi's known for his
1: three-point shooting. He was making driving buckets and, what, 8- to 10-foot jumpers. Very impressive all-around game in that first half for Studi, and then still good overall. But known for the three-point shooting, you kind of saw his ability to shoot the jump shot and drive, which was impressive. Um, But, I mean, we got to talk about it. B.J. Mack just – Took over the game. Is that fair to say? Yes. DJ?
0: Yes. He had, I, I forget, had, he, he had like 18 points in the second half, like like something like that. He, 22, I think. 22 in the second half, yeah. He he got off to a slow start. He was also in foul trouble again, and Paris managed his minutes pretty well. He only played 26 minutes. He was the most, he, he was hands down the best player on the floor for either team. And he 27
1: played- minutes, 27 points.
0: Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, so so like Mac basically takes over the game. So this game, like like they the we get up on them in the first half, go cold towards the end of the in the, the first half. Still still end up shooting pretty well in the first half. I mean, they shot fifty percent from the floor in the first. Um, Michi making the, that bucket at the end of the first half kept yeah, a little bit of momentum going. The Michi had a big shot to 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 take it to the half with a one point lead, and then Mac just kind of. Took over the game. You, it, just like that's all there is to it. They were doubling him up down low. And so guess what he did, Bryce? He
1: dished it out.
0: And then he just said, okay, well, I'm just gonna come out to the three-point line and I'm just gonna bang home some three-point shots. And if you're he,
1: jumping, if they jumped at him, he just pump faked. Yeah. Got us got himself together and knocked it out. And then how about it was refreshing to see? This is the first time all year. You know, a couple of times this year we fouled the three point shooter, and you and I lose our minds because it you know ticks us off. But we got fouled shooting a three pointer, and it just felt great.
0: It felt great. It felt great. It was it was it was hands down the the, the call that I was the most pleased they made all night. Other than there's a there's an offensive rebound that Josh Gray took about 16 steps before laying it back in on. And, and I uh, didn't get called for the one. I'm telling you, man, these officials, like, like it was, it, it was pretty poor, but there were some instances, there were some pretty bad calls that, that they missed on us too. Um, But, uh, but Mac, Mac getting fouled shooting that three pointer, like it, it, it was, it was money. And then, and then what's what's incredible is he went to the line and he knocked all of them down nine for nine from the foul line. He didn't hit the rim on any of them. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna trust you on that one. I don't know how to I don't know how to look that one up without watching the game. Well, we watched it together. I mean, when he went up there, was there any doubt?
1: He was just. I was. I was pretty. I mean, I, I didn't even worry about jinxing
0: him. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. How many
1: players have we, we say that about this year? Not many. I
0: definitely, Friday night, I changed Josh Gray. I I tweeted he early in the first half Friday night, he hit two in a row. He, 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 he he hit two free throws. Um, and then I, it was, it was, and and he had already made one before. And so he was like three for four. And I, t- I tweeted Josh Gray, free throw specialist, and he went like one for seven for, for the rest of the night. It was terrible.
1: <laughs> and then shout out to Josh Gray on Sunday. He made two big free throws in a row. I think he was two or three from free throw. Yep. I mean, it's funny. He either misses them really badly or they go in.
0: Yeah. Go- and and uh and and that was big because that was kind of how DuPaul, like, like Paris had to play him a good bit because of uh Max foul trouble. Um and credit to the Dupont kept fouling him which you know I'd have done too and uh and he kept missing him Friday night. Uh Mac ended up picking up his fourth foul with, much later in the game though like like with like 5 or 6 minutes left. Yeah. And I mean Gray only played 6 minutes. And um but but a few of them were in the were were, were during a stretch in the second half. Where Mac was on the bench, and Grand Canyon. I mean, he went to the line. He 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 knocked down two or three of them. And I'll tell you right now, Josh Gray goes. Josh Gray shoots sixty six percent from the line. I'm taking it. (laughs) I'm just taking it. Like that's obviously he should be better, but I will. We will take that. And I think
1: he's shooting around eighty five percent, eighty six percent on the year. Nah,
0: you you you, dude. He was four for nine Friday night. He was he was. There's no way he's he's in the high 80s. We're going to look this up. There, there, there's no way he's in the high 80s.
1: He is shooting 89.5 on this season. From the line? From the line. Before, before this game the other night, they, they mentioned he was 8 of 10 going into the game, so I think you're off on the free throws for B.J. Mack. 89.5. You said Josh Gray. I, I switched to BJ, B.J. Mack.
0: You said Josh Gray.
1: no i switched i was
0: we're we're gonna have to have somebody come back and listen to this i was reacting like this was an impossible stat because i thought you had said josh gray wow you were like this you had to look it up right right it's been recorded who you were talking about well i was talking about josh gray and you said i think he had been shooting really well yeah we were talking about Josh Gray you switched to Mac without letting us know
1: but but anyway so Mac killed it from, I mean down the stretch but I got we have to give a shout out to our one
0: of our favorite players on the team Jacob not Wright. just a shout out not just a shout out this kid won the basketball game we
1: needed buckets and he made two back-to-back buckets that sealed the game and they were buckets
0: like they were they were Killer fadeaway jumper, just beautiful. They were, they, they were. What's this team gonna do when, when, when? Like it's, it's tight. They're running down the clock, and we need a bucket. All right. So, so y'all, if you did not watch the game, watch the last two minutes. The two shots that Jacoby Wright hit are just awesome. They, they, they are. I, I can't even. If you had showed me these two minutes during his freshman year, I would not have believed he was the same player. Like, like it is, it is unbelievable. He 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 just takes a guy off the dribble, off the dribble, turns fades 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 away, and just buries a mid range jumper. And then on the next possession, just takes a guy right to the rim with a gorgeous finish, like dynamite clutch, and. He did it against Virginia Tech too. Our two biggest wins of the season. The team was in control the whole game. All right. We, we were in the lead, in control of the whole game. It got tight both times at the end of the at the end of the second half. And both times Jacoby Wright was just like, I got this. And he had it. It's refreshing. We talked earlier in the, in the pod.
1: Michi stepping up, Mac stepping up, but Wright steps up, Studi steps up. This team has depth. We talked about it in the preseason. I think probably half of our listeners are like this. You guys are just, you know, talking up the team. But we've heard from people that this team had the depth. You saw, you're
0: seeing it every game, that this team can step up in many different ways. Now, it's been five games, okay? And and we got a long way to go here. And the SEC schedule is going to be brutal. And so I am I am I am very aware of what could happen. We could come lay it we could lay an egg against Notre Dame. you, you, you know oh, like, any,
1: anything's possible. I'm yeah. just
0: saying so far, so good, check the boxes uh, but but this team this team can play and, and and we've seen this team even on nights where they didn't have it. they didn't really the, you know be able to find it. and what's great is is that we can rely we I, we've got five guys on this team. That that we can rely on to to bring us home. If like like on on, on the last place down the stretch, Bryce, would you have cared if the if, if I'm going to name five guys and I want you to tell me if you would have cared if the final play had been drawn for any of these five, or or okay. if if we'd, uh Michi, Mac, nope. Jacoby, Nope, Taylon Cooper, Nope, Miles Studi,
1: No, I trust us, no. trust them all.
0: No, they, that's the that's the line that Paris is closing with, and I trust all five guys, which meet, which is wonderful because it means if one of them is open, that they'll get the ball and they can hit a shot, or it means that if one of them has a matchup that they like, we just give them the ball and let them score. You, you know, like like we we had that beautiful post up on the last bucket against Virginia Tech from Mac after Jacoby Wright had hit two big buckets down the stretch for us. You know, against Virginia Tech. And here he draws up. We run these two plays for for Jacoby. Like, this team, this is is the first complete team that the University of South Carolina has had in a very long time. Well,
1: going back to the percentages for the year. So, anyway, we get the big win against Grand Canyon, and we're ecstatic. But going back to the percentages, Wright doesn't have a big volume, but Wright is shooting 57% from three. Study shooting 50%. He's 10 of 20. Um, Cooper, Davis, their volume's a lot lower. But we have technically right now five guys shooting over 40% from three for the year. Again, it's early. That's just a really good sign. Um, and playing some decent teams. We'll see how those numbers r- roll out. And then free throws, we're not going to include Spartman, who's 100%. But Mac. Mack? 89.5, as I mentioned, right? 88.9, Cooper at 70, everyone else under 70%. But when's the last time we had two guys on our team shooting over 80% from free throw?
0: Yeah, and, like, it, it's great. Like, like, uh, Jacoby hit two in this game when, when they were fouling us. You, you know, we got the ball into him, he got fouled, and he just went to the line and made both of them. I mean, so, so it was true about Jacoby last year that there's a couple of times where – he where he was the dude going to the line and knocking them down. Uh, like we win at Rupp because of Jacoby Wright making free throws. But um, but having Mac able to as well. Just like 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 if you've got a two or three point lead, and all you need to do is inbound the ball. I mean, the biggest player on the court can just catch it, and he's the guy we want at the line. It's on. It's 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 the most refreshing turnaround. Like just. It's so refreshing that we can close the game out from the free throw line. Now,
1: this season's going to be great success if we say that same statement as Josh Gray, right?
0: Now, no, no, no. Uh, I mean, like, like ideally, what, what we want is once it gets, I mean, there's a reason Paris is closing with the small lineup. And it's because fouls get called down the stretch. Fouls get called more in the last two or three minutes. You want Jacoby Wright out there. You want B.J. Mack out there. You don't want Josh Gray out there. You know, like, like you want your guys who are going to make, who are going to make your foul shots.
1: But yeah, Josh Gray, 46.7% on the year for free throws. Yeah. Let's
0: just. Yeah. That's much more believable. That is much more believable than 87.5%.
1: Let's have a goal that if he gets over 60% for the year, things are going great for Josh Gray from the free throw line.
0: That's what I was saying when you clearly weren't listening, that that he went two for three. He went two for three in this game, and I will take 66% from Josh Gray.
1: I must have switched in my mind. Anyway, we'll move on. All right. Anything else to say on the men before we
0: go to the women? Um, I think that pretty much covers it. Uh, No, I got one more thing I want to say about the men before we go to the women. Um, This Monday night that we're recording this pod, so it'll probably – first thing you'll do is – first people will be listening to it on Tuesday. Week from tomorrow, week from the day that you're listening to this, week from Tuesday, we're playing at Colonial Life Arena Notre Dame. Y'all, we need to put bodies in the seats. We'll be there. We, the kids are at, like, 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 like the team is recording videos, saying, "Hey, come out and watch us. This is different. We got a new era here. If, if, if this is a fun team, come out and watch them, please,
1: please." And the, I say the students will be there, but we need everyone else, even outside the
0: students, to be there. We need to rock it out. Yes, yes, yes. We, we the, the lower bowl needs to be filled. With Carolina fans.
1: Well, Sumter, you have one thing in common with Shane Beamer this week. What's that? You're calling out the fans.
0: Calling out the fans.
1: (laughs) All right, anyway, switching over to the women. The women, until tonight, was just scoring 100 points a game. And you're like, is this team even possible? I mean, is it even possible for them to score under 100? They do that tonight and still get the win by 40 but let's talk about the, the week that was for the ladies. Um, we played Clemson last week, and at one point, I think we were up by 60-plus points.
0: I, I missed an opportunity to tweet at uh, – uh, to just tweet the halftime score at Cox by 90 and say, halfway there, they were up 47 at the half. They were up – they're up 62-15 at the half I believe, right? Yep, and we ended up winning by 69. Yeah. But but that was that was on pace. That was on pace to win by over 90. And and I, I missed the opportunity to tweet Cox by 90 halfway there.
1: Well, I think I tweeted Cox by 100 cuz you know what? It can happen one day. We could play the right team. Cox by 100.
0: Okay. Sure. It'd
1: be great. But anyway, (laughs) it would would
0: get, it would get sad after a while for, for, for this women's basketball team to win by a hundred. I mean, we're talking like 117 to 17. Like that's, I'm not saying that's not possible, but just like, like that's, that that just becomes a sad basketball game.
1: But what's great about the Clemson game, I think it's like the 16th year in a row that we've beaten them. And their games are not even close. It's just great when you beat the crap out of your rival. It's fantastic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I knew we were going to win. Someone in the crowd was like, you know,
1: Clemson, this is the best team they've had in a while. And I was like, this, they're still going to lose. But I said 50-plus. I should have said 70-plus. But,
0: you know. um, but, but, yeah, Bryce, this team, when this team is shooting the ball well, this team is this team is not beatable. But with that Clemson
1: game, come to find out, Tessa Johnson, lower leg injury, that kind of came out of the blue. I don't remember her getting hurt in the Maryland game. And then, you know, she's hurt and then the game tonight with a 40-point win against South Dakota State. Pow Pow was out with an ankle injury. And then Johnson, these injuries – just coming out of the blue, I guess they can happen in practice, right? We're just not seeing them in games, but they're not, they don't announce until, you
0: know, five minutes till the game. Yeah. Um Yeah. I remember, I, I didn't watch the beginning of the women's game and I looked at the box score and like Tessa Johnson hadn't like ESPN had just listed them all. They didn't have minutes and it just said she was zero for zero. And I'm like, is she hurt? You know, like not Tessa Johnson, uh, pow, pow. uh and, um, but yeah, but just the Clemson game. Um, everybody played great. Bryce, there's a kind of amazing thing that happened here. What's so, the Gamecock women's basketball team scores o- opens up the season, beating the number fourteen team in the nation, but by, um, by scoring 10. 100 points on them. Number 10. number ten team in the nation by scoring 100 points on them. Scores 104. Scores 109 against the number. Um,
1: we scored 114 against you got to mix 14. up the scores. Scored
0: 114 against the number 14 team in the nation and then 109 against Clemson. Right. So they, they scored 323 points in their first three games. How many players, how many times in those three games did a single player score 20 points or more? Twice. Once. In, in in the Notre Dame game, Cardosa had 20 points. No one else scores. No one else scores points. No one else scores 20 points in any of the games. When they scored 114, the, the, like, leading scorer only had, like, 14 points. Balance, baby. Balance. The whole team is good. The whole team is good. We, like, like, every player on the team can play. It's, it's, it's just a, it, it is really incredible in the era of the transfer portal, what Dawn Staley has done, and and I mean she she's lost a couple people have transferred, you, you know like Sanae Rivers had be, just beat UConn, you, you, you know like 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 had a great scored over thirty points at NC State beat UConn. She clearly was like I, I can go somewhere where I can get more minutes, and she did. And you can't falter for that, I guess. But like it's kind of an incredible thing what Dawn has done with this team in that in in the era of the transfer portal she's got this veteran team that's just deep as all get out who's wh- where our second string would be a top 10 team in the country and um it's it's I, i'm just speechless they scored 78 points tonight you ready for this yeah they're still averaging 100 points for the season well, that's pretty good, but
1: let's talk about the game tonight. We always play these Dakota schools. They're always pretty decent. And after that, It's the same Dakota school. No, no, no. We've played North Dakota, North Dakota State, South Dakota, and South Dakota State. We've played them all in the last couple of years. Okay. This isn't yeah.
0: the same South Dakota team that we played last year?
1: I'd have to go look. I'm just letting you know we've
0: played multiple Dakota teams, okay. and all they're right. always somewhat good or ranked. I feel like we played this South Dakota State team last year. And they were ranked.
1: Well, anyway, let me get to my point. Thank you so much, Sumter. Um, This game tonight, you know, we won by 40. But after that first quarter, we were down part that first quarter. Only up 17-13 into the first, which is kind of, you know, ho-hum for us, right, if we are score under 25 points a quarter. But – It was interesting to see this team play, even though we didn't have the firepower with Pow Pow out, which means you took a lot of our three-pointers out and not having Tessa Johnson. But this team kind of won tonight like the teams in the last couple years where you had dominant defense on the second quarter on. And even though we didn't score, you know, over 80 points, 90 or 100 points, they won by 40 and they were dominant on defense. And it was not in doubt after that second quarter. It was cool to see this team not have you know one of their normal games, and they won a different way, but still won by forty. It was interesting to see that. And Cardosa
0: took care of business tonight. So last year, I I, I got into a run because so often people would complain about last year's team, and um and and um, my theme became it doesn't matter right like i don't care it doesn't matter they just kill you they just beat you anyway didn't make a three-point shot shot 10 for 18 from the foul line doesn't matter win by 40 you know just like 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 we'll 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 spot you we just won't make we'll we'll go 0 for 12 from 3 we'll win by 40 we'll win by 40
1: it just it was a reminder that this team can win like the teams in the last prior years
0: yeah yeah, and, and it's kind of – and 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 it's one of the things, like on the preview, when we were talking about this team, we, we were pretty convinced that while they might not be the number one team in the nation, that they were still going to be the four or five team, and that they were just going to take care of business like we are used to them doing against teams that they should take care of business against. You know, you got to play all 40 minutes against this team. You A lot of teams – a lot of teams can say they beat the Gamecocks in the first quarter. Very few – in the last couple of seasons, very few of those teams actually beat the Gamecocks. Well, the
1: Gamecock women keep winning. They're 4-0. Next game is Black Friday, Mississippi Mississippi Valley State. And then the following Thursday, big game in the SEC-ACC Challenge, South Carolina, North Carolina. On the road, that's going to be an interesting game. Looking forward to that. Um, And hopefully we get some of our injury girls back. Um, Looks like Tessa Johnson was on a scooter tonight. She might be out for a little while, but, you know, how they just mentioned ankle, which means an ankle injury. If it's high ankle, it could be out for a little while or hopefully it's just a week or so. But hopefully we get them back for at least the ranked games because that's when you need to have your full team ready to go.
0: Also and then and then after the North Carolina game, Duke, did you, did you see them almost beat Stanford? They took them to overtime at well, Stanford.
1: Stanford was up like 15, 18 points, blew the lead. Duke was up 4 or 5 and then they forced it to overtime and Cameron Brink, she's good. She's really good, but yeah, Duke took it to them. So we're playing what
0: Duke later what in December? It, it's right after right after North Carolina.
1: Yeah. So North Carolina-Duke are going to be competitive games. And, and then you have Utah, who did lose already, though. But there will be an interesting neutral site game coming up in December. But this team, even if we have injuries, let's keep winning. And I'm not worried about the women. And I'm starting to say I'm not worried about the men. But we'll see. You know, we have it's early. Let's have a few more it's games.
0: A, it's a different worry. It, it, like, not saying you're not – I'm not worried about the men being really bad. Okay, like like you know they were the preseason number fourteen team in the in the they they were picked to finish last in the conference. I'm not worried about them doing that. You know what I mean. I am worried. I'm worried that I am a little worried that they're going to get cold. They're going to hit a stretch where they can't win games. Someone gets hurt. Something like that. Like, I I I want to see this team like. We talked about on the preview with the men that, you know, that we'd be really happy with 11 and two kind of ecstatic with 12 and one in the out of conference. And that, and that because of how weak it was, you know, that, that, that they could win all the games they're supposed to, and then beat Virginia tech and Clemson. And um, that's still doable. Like, like that's still possible, but you you know I'm worried, like I want to see what they actually put together in the out of conference. Like, can they actually go 12 and one? Like, if this team goes 12 and one, like like that'll be there will be some real excitement for this team going into SEC play. If they you know if they only end up going 11 and two, something like the 10 and three, something like that, then. You, you know, it'll be a fun start. Buzz will kind of go out of it, a, of, of it a little bit, and then they'll need to make some noise in the SEC play. You know what I mean? So I am, a, like, I get what you're saying about not being worried about the men. It's a different kind of not being worried. You, you know, like as long as they're competitive. You know,
1: I'm happy compared to last year because last year it was hard to watch it sometimes. So
0: yeah, and and just like. This team, this team is fun to watch. They're fun, like like they run offensive sets that look like they have a pulse. You know that 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 look like there was planning. <laughs> you know, there's always someone like like as soon as the guard, someone's coming up there to, see, they'll move the ball around. You, like like they'll drive and kick. Like like this team, it's fun. I, I'm I'm going shame. I'm going full Shane Beamer. Come out to Colonial Life Tuesday night. After Thanksgiving, Notre Dame, we're going to beat them. Hey, and one of our
1: best players, Colin Murray Boyles, isn't even playing. Imagine if he gets going with this team. The sky's the limit.
0: It, 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 is, it is unfair to how good this team has been. To, for us to keep referring to Colin Murray Boyles as one of their best players, as one of our best players it's unfair to the five guys that are playing great and it's unfair to Colin Murray Boyles as well but like like if co- Colin Murray Boyles does not have to come back to this team and be better than everybody but BJ Mack and Michi Johnson like if he comes back to this team and is our sixth best player that's a win you're, like, like, because we've got a, we've got a, we've got a five man rotation that's good. You, you know already. All right. Any closing thoughts, Sumter, before we wrap it up for this week? I, I, I think I'm good, man. I'm just excited. It's it, this is fantastic. This is this is as excited as I've been about just Carolina basketball it's since, since Darius Thornwell played for the Gamecocks. Like, hey, I'm just excited
1: that we're invited to a conference challenge, you know, after all the years being left out of challenges.
0: Also, also just like, like kudos to the to kudos to the men here. When's the last time the men have won one of these preseason things, you, you know, like one of these like tournaments, like, I like, mean, like
1: with, has a team ever won a preseason or not a non-conference tournament? and gotten a championship wrestling belt.
0: I have no idea. I I didn't know that was a thing, but just, but just, I mean, this team won like, like they actually won the tournament. You you, you know, like, like every time we go into these, it's like, if we can just go one and one you know what I mean? Like, 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 like at Charleston last year, you know, if we could just go 500, (laughs) we lost every game, I think. Right. Like, like, uh, that year that we played Houston, the weekend, the, the like Thanksgiving weekend, it was Houston and somebody else, and we and we were just like, can we go one? We were just begging for one and one. They went two and oh. i I'm just nothing but excited. If you keep asking me questions, I'm just coming back with excitement. It's your, it's your call. End in the pod. All right. Thanks for joining us this week. We'll be doing it again next week. Go Cox. GBO out.